This week on the Glass Cannon Podcast, when a horrifying true story. And now I have a huge, it looks like a gaping wound on my leg from where the blood has uh, like splattered out everywhere. Sets the tone for an encounter. Roll for initiative. Oh no. (laughs) Unlike anything the heroes have seen before. Oh my goodness, you don't see that too often. The heroes will have to change their strategy. You literally learn nothing upon experience. What do I need to roll, Troy? I'm going. Or become victims. This is bad, dude. This is not good. Did you bring a backup? Of a terrible fate. We're going to get a fate! Fumble. The adventure continues. And we're going a little bit long. Oh, we're going long! Right now. Why, hello, Glass Cannonland. Uh, Matthew here to ease us into the episode this week. Uh, I'm coming to you live from the attic. Well, actually, not live at all, but I'm, I'm live with me, myself, and I'm in the attic, which is what we are, for some reason, calling our new studio space. Uh, we had a little extra time in the studio today because our fearless leader, Troy LaValle, forgot his whole 30 lunch and had to derail the whole day to run home to get uh, his Tupperware. Yeah, so as I'm sitting here in this awesome little studio, I just felt like I should say thank you to the people who made that possible, which is all of you for listening, uh, for those of you who support us on Patreon or in other ways, uh, coming out to our events, you know, engaging with us and forming a community. It's been going on for a little while, but it still is very, very strange to me. Uh, so thank you for that. Uh, that's really all I have to say. So why don't we get to this episode and you can stop listening to me jabber on. Uh, so please enjoy episode 140. I love when we record on weekend days because you can actually look out and see the skyline from our windows. Something nice about just seeing the George Washington bridge there way in the background. You can see the Hellgate Bridge here and a, a landmark of the story and, of course, the skyline of Manhattan. It's beautiful, isn't it? It's really turned into a, a bit of a home here. When I came in today and we all had lunch together at a certain point. <laughs> yeah. um, now, Troy, every time you look at a bridge, do you think of a way to push someone off of it? Because that seemed to be your biggest desire for a long time. First thing I think of. First thing I think of. <laughs> so I'm going to push someone off. <laughs> well, it is cool the, the recording so close to the Hellgate Bridge. Like, that's a cool, fantastical name for right? a bridge. Yeah. The Hellgate Bridge. The Hellgate. Yeah. The bridge is the Hellgate. It sure is. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know why it's called the Hellgate? Why? It's, it's a very tough area to navigate. The uh, part of the East River. Yeah, Maybe. back in the day before there was any like real civilization. The here, Dutch named it. They would just crash boats on the shore because the winds whipping through the gate made uh, boats go off course. And crash yeah, that part the of the East River, the currents will change direction. Yeah, you can you see can it. look at the it's, river it's and you, half of it's going north and half of it's going <laughs> yeah, south. Because the East River is technically an inlet. It's not. It's like it's not fresh water. There's so sharks could could realistically live there. Yeah. So it's but tough to navigate. The Hudson is fresh water. That's a river, but the, that's a, it's a confluence or it's whatever. It's a tidal it estuary. Did you ever tell yeah. you about the time I jumped in the Hudson River? No. No. <laughs> 
I'll try to keep this short. I know the story. <laughs> it's a fantastic oh a non sequitur story. Wait, before you get to the story, were you saving anyone's life or a puppy's life or something? Uh, no, no, I was Were just, you saving an animal companion? Uh, no, no, I was being a drunken <laughs> asshole. Shocker. Uh, oh, this was a hundred years ago, last summer. Uh, no, I mean, this was probably going on 16 years ago. Uh, it was like... Uh, my, a good friend of mine came up for the day, and I hadn't seen him in months. And I, had, I worked until like midnight, and I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get out of my job. I'm going to come meet you. We're going to have some drinks. It's going to be a great night. And so we met up. We had drinks. And then we just kept drinking bar to bar, closed out the bars. I said, Let's, we're going back to my place. We're going to go to the roof of my building. We're not allowed up there. We're going to drink some more up there. We got a bunch of six-packs, went up there. He was like, why are you screaming in my face? <laughs> I'm just really excited. <laughs> went up there just drinking. At one point, he's like, watch this. Threw a bottle off the top of the building. I'm like, oh, that's cool. really dangerous. You shouldn't do that. Uh, and then I was like, let's – It was you know when you're – I don't know if you guys had this, but back in the day, you just wanted the nights to go on forever. And yeah. I was at the peak of my – let's just go until the sun rises. <laughs> And so I live pretty close to Riverside Park, uh, where the Hudson River is right there. I said, let's just go. Let's go hang on the Hudson River, and we'll, 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 watch, we'll watch the river. It'll be great. We'll watch the sunrise. So I, I, we get over there. Now it's like you know, it's 5.30, 6 in the morning. Finally get to the Hudson River. And I'm like, oh, that's right. The sun doesn't rise on this side of the island. <laughs> but I was all fired up and about 3,000 beers deep. And I was like, all right, so let's, we're gonna, let's walk to the other side of the island. It's only a couple miles. We can just walk to the East River, watch the sunrise, and then we'll call it a night. And he's like, absolutely not. The night is over. And I'm like, come on, please, please do it. He's like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm like, all right, what if, I, what if I jump in the Hudson River? I will jump in the river right now. And if I do, you have to walk to the uh, east side with me. He's like, yeah, all right. If you jump in the Hudson River, I will. I said, all right, shoes, all my clothes on. I just hopped over the railing and jumped about 15 feet down into the Hudson River. Oh, oh my no. God. Not even thinking. Like an asshole. Well, just clearly not. Splash. Was this before, this was before the smartphone days, I assume? Oh, yeah. You know what? Honestly, I probably didn't even have a phone at that point. But if I did, yeah, dead. Uh, <laughs> jumped in, wallet. I mean, I didn't even think. Didn't take my shoes off or anything. Just psh, went right in. Green water and whatnot. Like, oh, and now I'm like, how the hell am I going to get out of here? So I, it's, like, it's like a cement wall. Yeah, it's like a, a kind of a rock wall. So I'm just like climbing up this rock wall, and I get about 10 feet up, and then I can pull myself up on the rail, and I pull myself over. I'm soaked. I'm like, we'll go to the east side. And he's like, I didn't think you'd do that. We're really not going. Like, what are you talking about? You son of a bitch. We got to go to the east side. He's like, no, I'm, I, I'm not, I don't want to. I'm, he's like, swim over to that boat out there. I'm like, I already jumped in. I'm not going to do it again. He's like, all right, jump in one more time, and then I'll walk with you. I'm like, I'm not. I, I got very lucky that I didn't just get arrested. He's like, jump in one more time. Of course, I jump back in. Oh, no. And you this is twice? This is where the story takes a dark turn. <laughs> I then begin climbing back out of the rock wall, and I cut my finger. And if you look after the episode, you'll see there's a tiniest little uh, scar on my pinky finger on my left hand. So tiny. But at that point, I had more alcohol in my body than blood and water. <laughs> and so I just started gushing blood. Uh, and so I was like, all right, we're walking, but I don't want to go to the east side. Let's just keep watching down the Hudson River. So I'm putting my hand on my pant leg to stop the blood from You're coming soaking out. Wet, soaking wet. Soaking wet. Stinky from the Hudson River. And we walk. Radioactive, I, right? We were, <laughs> God, I can't even imagine the amount of diseases I caught that day. Uh, we're at like 92nd Street, 93rd. So we keep walking to the 80s, to the 70s, to the 60s. It's, it's The blood will not stop. And now I have a huge, it looks like a gaping wound on my leg from where the blood has uh, like splattered out everywhere. So I see an ambulance parked 
in Riverside Park. And I'm like, I wonder if they have a Band-Aid. I want to go up and ask if they have a Band-Aid. And so I go up there and I just tunk, 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 knock on the uh, glass of the uh, ambulance. The guy's like, what, what, what's up? I'm like, do you have a Band-Aid? I, I, cut my, I fell and cut myself. I'm soaked. I, just, I fell in the road. No, I don't have a Band-Aid. Back up. I'm like, ah. So they went into the city. We went to a bodega to buy a couple more beers like assholes. And I went in the bodega and I looked like a shooting victim at this point. Covered in blood. Now dry and gross. Brown stains and everything. And uh, they wouldn't sell us beer. It's like a botched mob hit. Like they shot you three in the river and you crawled back out. I can't even tell you the size of this wound on my leg that wasn't a wound. And then we just said, I like that the ambulance driver was like, who is this fucking asshole? Right. He's clearly bleeding a lot and soaking wet and I'm not going to help him. Right. I'm not even going to give him a Band-Aid. Like much less give you like a ride to the hospital or provide some first aid. Something. I'm not even giving him the scraps of gauze that are on the floor of the ambulance. I'm going to roll up the window and keep listening to, I don't know, Foreigner. (laughs) (laughs) And so I uh, took the train home and uh, got out and vomited on the platform. Did you really? Yep. Oh, God. The end. <laughs> so what did we learn from this? You're going to die an early death? Don't, <laughs> don't go too crazy when you're young. But at least I got a good story out of it. Oh, yeah. That's a great lesson. That really, that really rings true. <laughs> don't go too crazy when you're young, young yeah. people. Young people. <laughs> you, you, you got it, old guy. Yeah. You got it, old guy. That story sounds kind of cool. <laughs> it really doesn't. No, no. If it were like... A clean body of water, then I think I would be like, oh, all right, all right, yeah, you're young and crazy. But that's just, you jump into the Hudson. Like, I'm terrified of all the water surrounding us. <laughs> I think the East River is better. Slightly better. Why? What? I don't why know based why. on what? I don't know why. I, I've, I've heard that it's a little cleaner than the Hudson. Um, it all mixes but look below at me. the island. I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's... <laughs> That's going to do it for the app today. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think we got enough. I think yeah. we pretty much nailed that. Yeah, we killed it. Crushed um, it. There are no rivers to jump into on the road to Skiergard. That's for sure. Segway. Yep. <laughs> That's the segue. Uh, the uh, Birelu gave you guys a hard time, uh, as is expected with uh, a character that's incorporeal and a party that is ill-prepared. Uh, we talked about that on Cannon Fodder, obviously. But Cat Benatar re- returns, and that's really the, the high point of the end of that episode. Yeah. Um, and now, as I said, you wake up tomorrow, you're a day's walk away. Get there probably by late in the afternoon. And when you say get there, you mean like to the base of whatever mountain-y thing that Skiergard is? We don't – I guess we don't really know. You don't right? quite know. Yeah, you see where the – you, you know that where that X marks the spot, you can get to wherever that is, and then you'll maybe be looking up or looking down, or it's right there. Uh, so you'll have to proceed with caution. Okay. So that night, do you guys need to do any healing? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Before, because you're only going to get, you know, your con plus your eight, your con plus your level or whatever. Yeah. So you got some healing done. I, I think there was some infernal healing from Pembroke. Yes, Pembroke has access to infernal healing himself. When and I get that feeling. <laughs> I get infernal healing. Infernal healing. One would assume that Lork is not nearly as squeamish about it as, uh, say, Sir Will was. No, no. Lork was pretty, pretty beat up after that. So he was like, yep, I'll take it. Um, so with a full night's rest, you'll all be full? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, good. <laughs> you will need it. It's creepy. <laughs> All right. 
the full next, night's rest. Full night's rest. Ah. It is the last day of Lamashan. Oh, is that like an auspicious month, Lamashan? Well, it's like October, so maybe it has the same. Yeah, because Lamash two, Lamash two is like the god of monsters. Yeah. It is actually the Skid's birthday. Yeah, it's my birthday. Of the Galarian calendar. Happy birthday, Skid! Hey, hey, Happy hey, Galarian hey, birthday, Skid! Hey, hey. Hey. Curiously enough, it's it's Nestor's birthday and it's Pembroke's birthday. And Galabras' birthday. All, it's a total true. coincidence. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> How funny. 31st of Lamashan. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely Nestor's birthday. But <laughs> Yeah, that's for yeah. sure. And, and just a quick question, you guys. Shall we plant, before heading out, as we're breaking fast, Ooh. the sapling rod? Ooh, I like that. Ooh, in rod we trust. In rod we trust. Well, the fruit only lasts for 24 hours, right? Correct. So if we think we're going into battle, but it could be a waste. I don't know. You want to wait a day? It's a well, clash of the Expendables philosophies. Well, Go. I mean, well, the idea is if you don't get the ability damage or something that makes it really valuable within the next 24 hours, then you have to wait a week. And if yep. you run into trouble the next day, you can't get it for a week. Yep. Right. Whereas if you run into trouble and survive it, you can always just plant the thing then. True. That's we, did, of, we know we have so little idea what we're about to face. So, so yeah. Well, well that's hard what, to say. You know what? I mean, that's what Lork is for. You know, that's what a ranger is for. I should be able to range ahead a little bit. See what's ahead. Oh, that worked out real See well, that one episode. <laughs> well, that was that was the old Lark. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. It's the new and improved The Lark that didn't get turned to a werewolf. <laughs> you <laughs> literally learn nothing <laughs> upon experience. What do I need to roll, Troy? <laughs> I'm going. Well, right, so let's hold off on it then. Okay. We'll hold off a day. Well, right. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'd, I have no problem just, you know, ranging out a little bit, see, see what's out there as quietly and it's as a mountain, isn't subtly it? as I can. Um, yeah, I mean, you've got, you've got a, you know, a few hours to get where you're, the X marks the spot. So, yeah. All right, if you want to just range ahead, you can. Okay. Um, you know, that'd be a great place to put if you find a camp. Right. Uh, you can keep it near your camp. You put it here. Do you like unplant it again? Uh, yeah, it takes or? an hour, and then yeah, yeah. It's up to you guys. But you're going to pass. <laughs> you okay. also have someone who can become an eagle, and it's true, s- and with eagle eyes see far ahead. Take that, Ranger. All right, cool. I'll just do nothing. <laughs> cool. This, this is real fun. <laughs> It'll just be like the you know, last if, encounter. If you want to take your life into your own hands, like last time, I'm trying to. I'm just trying to help everybody out. That's all. <laughs> have I told you guys what I think Skierguard's going to look like? I think it's going to be essentially like uh, an officer and a gentleman, and there's going to be a frost giant that looks exactly like Lou Gossett Jr., the drill sergeant, taking Academy award winning actor, a Richard Gear lookalike frost giant through this. Yeah, you won uh, best supporting for that, yeah, for that yeah. movie. And you know yeah. what's funny? One month ago today on the calendar. You guys fought the Peritons and planted the tree. Get out of here. Wow. <laughs> it was the 30th of the uh, previous month. Wow. Huh. That's fun. Huh. And two weeks ago, Lork died. Wow. Wow. Two weeks in this new body. Huh? Time flies, huh? Ah, stretching nice. out. Getting comfy. Getting it, getting it all stretched out. I like this perception, I got to tell you. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Off you go into the great unknown. This map will be all but useless very soon when you arrive at your destination. You guys go off towards the X, and it's getting a lot more mountainous. You know, go climbing mountains or anything like that, but you can tell the elevation is changing. At certain points, the elevation is just, you feel like you're, you've been up for a little bit, and then you go back down and up and down. It's not getting colder or anything like that. Um, but you do see up ahead that 
the mountains are all snow-capped. Ooh. Wow. And the farther you go south, the more snow you see, kind of from the top of the mountain trickling down, down, down. So <laughs> who knows? Frost giants most likely are going to be up there. Oh, man. <laughs> Is Peraza, like, flying around? Sure. Checking things out? Um, Not as an eagle, though. But as a kestrel? No, an Arctic tern. Oh! <laughs> are they native wow. to this part of Galarian? They, are, they usually are found on cold coastlines. But, you know, cold, they're Arctic. Sure. But it's a magical world. Wow. It's a magical world. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just living in it. Um, as you're flying ahead, you notice that, and now it's been a couple of hours, and you think you're going to be getting close to that X. You notice there's a part of the mountain that there's no way to get up. It's a steep slope. You're going to have to, like, very carefully move up in order to get to, like, pathways that you can use to climb the mountain because it seems pretty obvious unless the camp is somewhere in the middle of the mountain. It is on the top of this or a plateau atop this mountain. So you see that. There, you're going to have to just move very precariously up this steep slope for a little while to reach some sort of a path or, like, start looking for a path uh, there. Um, so you see that. You can come back to the guys. Blah! Out of our turn and tell them. I'm going to have, to have you make that sound every time I wild shape. Blah! 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 Nah, it, <laughs> it was really good the first time. Ah, damn it. Um, make it a drop. Well, well, make we it should, a drop. We, we should have recorded it. <laughs> we'll, never, we'll never know what it sounded like. Never find out. Um, yeah, so Faraz will report back on what she saw. Uh, it will take some climbing skills, my friends. I hope we are prepared for this. The way it works with the steep slope is you basically use two, um, two uh, spaces of movement to move up it. You've got to move pretty slow. You can move faster with acrobatics, but you run the risk of falling and whatnot. Um, with all the time in the world, you probably just want to carefully move up. Um, so you guys, uh, you come back and you tell them this. And then, you know, half an hour later, you reach this thing. And it's pretty clear, like, there's no other way to get past this slope to try and even find a path. This is where ranging, ranger skills. And Baron, you can obviously help, too, with your survival is going to help try and find, like, uh, the best way to get up yeah. the mountain. Um, you mean we have to find the path? <laughs> Get out of this. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't let that one That's go. the second time you made that. Yeah, it is. Uh, no follow cap this time. I think it's actually like the third time. <laughs> Fine. Um, all right. So do you guys just head up? Uh, is this Perception a- check to see uh, if there's any dangers around. Mm-hmm. First and foremost. Uh, 32. 32 from Lork. 26. 25. 26 from Farah. Oh, wow. Perception in the house. 24. 24? No, it's a little icy. You don't see any uh, creatures. Um, Is this the path that presumably giants would have taken? I mean, they they were going to do a survival check for tracks, for giant tracks. Uh, 40. There are giant (laughs) tracks. Um, Uh, It's uh, plus four for giants, and I rolled a natural 20. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah, there are. Get those out of the way. Uh, (laughs) There are giant tracks, and it's pretty apparent that they can get up this way a lot easier than you guys. Two or three steps. I would like to predict the weather 24 hours in advance using my survival skill. 
Ooh, that's so smart DC in the mouth. Fifteen. Uh, and I pass. And you pass. Yeah. Um, all right, you want to predict the weather? What's it going to be like tomorrow? You lick your finger and put it up in the air, then you smell it. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> Troy did, did that all. I, it smells like bacon. <laughs> I actually it's, it's cooking bacon. It's going to be whiskey tomorrow, guys. You can just smell no, the air. You know. <laughs> They're having a Cheyenne egg and cheese. <laughs> oh. Is that the manager special? <laughs> it's your garden. Just special. Um, Do you want to roll on the table to see what the weather's going to be? Is there a or? weather table? There's a weather. You roll. You professed to roll on it last time. I don't know if you were actually doing it. Oh, um, <laughs> yes, of course. I just seem to misplace my weather table. Uh, I have wind effects. I have the weather table right here, actually. Oh, you, you do? Yeah. Okay. Do you want, you want to just look at it and, yeah, yeah. and lie about what you roll? Cool. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> Page on the right. It's just having some control over it. Oh, there are wind effects. Ah, right random in the core rubric. Oh, it's interesting. One to 70 is normal weather. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so abnormal weather is abnormal. abnormal. Right. Tornado, <laughs> natural one, hurricane. What is a natu- is a one hundred GM's choice? It's so awesome. Like I would. Wow. I, this these uh, are the kind powerful of powerful storm is one hundred. Oh wow. These are the things that we don't do enough that I love. Yeah, we if you need to more. hunker down, like we can't continue fighting. Yeah, right more now. environmental to, environmental stuff like this. Uh, Sixty nine. Okay. Ooh, oh, best possible results. Yeah, be- best possible results. It's a beautiful for day. who you yeah. or us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> All right, it's, so it's forty one degrees, so we don't need any yeah. cold checks. It is icy, this mountain or that or whatever this is. It's it's snow capped, but there is you know there's snow around. But right now you've got a, a kind of a, a slightly icy uh, crag, but it's melting since it's 41 and not 32. Uh, so you guys begin heading up this steep slope carefully. Pembroke, walking stick in hand. I'm assuming. Yes, of course. Yes. If you take your time, you should be fine. Making his way. Faraz will stay a turn. Stay a turn behind. Hmm. No, you're gonna stay. hold. You're gonna hold your turn. No, no, she will remain an Arctic turn. Matthew, it's not your turn. <laughs> <laughs> holding his turn. Wait, you're holding your action. I immediately just be clear. <laughs> <laughs> if I can think Matthew's of another one, we'll keep going. <laughs> All, right. All right, turn, turn, turn. <laughs> Do everything. So you say a turn and just kind of fly next to them. Yeah. Okay. Or she, I mean, she might have to like circle her way up. How many turns? Sorry. <laughs> Everybody roll a perception check. <laughs> Ooh. 30. 34. 32. Oh, <laughs> 20, 24 against giants. Wow. If it's any giant funny business. 20, 24. So everyone, with the exception of Lork and Cat Benatar, hear a rumbling. From up ahead on the slope. No, oh, no. no. Come Avalanche. On. Avalanche. Avalanche. For cover. Avalanche. Oh, no. no. Roll for initiative. Oh, what? no. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Oh, no. oh, 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 dear. Oh. Oh, oh, dear. Oh, dear. I've never done this before. Baron, talk to me. <laughs> Got a 32. Oh, man. Natty 19. Natty 19. 32. Lork. 21. 21 for Lork. Feraza. 19. Oh, God. Good rolls. And Pembroke. Three. Three. Uh, All right. The Avalanche 
Also has an initiative. I figured. Just put put her on there. What's her name? Ava. (laughs) Jazz Mule the Lady. (laughs) Jazz Mule. Um, All right. A couple of things are going to happen. This snow is coming down. Luckily, you guys were able to see it immediately before it progressed. Perception check gets a little easier it gets, as it gets closer and closer. You guys see it. It's 2,500 feet up away from you. Oh, wow. However, the berry zone and the slide zone is incredibly wide, and you are on a steep slope and can only move so quickly. Here is how it works mechanically. <laughs> I knew that you knew the mechanics inside and out as soon as you said the berry zone and the slide zone. I was like, <laughs> all right, Troy's been doing some reading. Oh, he's, he's cooking with gas. This isn't uh, for flavor. Nope. <laughs> this is all real. You guys all start dead center with hundreds of feet from safety on either side. <laughs> I've placed you on the map just because it's going to help me determine this theater of the mind for a while. Here's how it works. You can spend two squares of movement to move to the side. Laterally. Let's be honest. That's the only way you want to move. Laterally. Uh, two squares of movement to move laterally. Or you can roll an acrobatics check. DC 20. If you hit DC 20, you can run up to four times your speed as a full round action. Awesome, right? Fail by less than 10. You have to move normal speed. And can't run. Fail by more than 10. You move half speed and then fall prone at the end of the movement. Oh, my God. Which oh, means, my God. Which what? means you have to then get up and decide what you want to do the next round. Move action If you're alive. Move action to get up. <laughs> if you're not buried. This is, uh, is going to be fun. Uh, read to me in order from left to right skid the players in this masquerade. Uh, it is Cat Benatar. Pembroke, CB, <laughs> Lork, uh, Baron, and Feyraza. Flying Feyraza. Okay. Round one, the avalanche is 2,500 feet away from you, and how, it will move at a certain speed. How far are we from, round. sorry, how, how far are we from safety? You're not quite sure at this distance. Maybe you can roll a perception check, a really high perception check. I can give you a little more information about how far you are to safety. But okay. it looks like... Quick glance, hundreds of feet. Okay. Yeah. This is no joke. All right. Baron. Shoot it. Shoot it. (laughs) (laughs) Baron. Your gun has solved all of our problems in the past. Doesn't gunfire gunfire normally starts avalanches? Reaches into the bag of holding and pulls out a snowboard. And he's Yeah. Oh, yeah. Radical. Uh, Radical. (laughs) Can you shield surf? That's Uh, one radical action. Baron is going to take that acrobatics check to run. Okay. DC DC 20. Hard pass. 28. Hard pass, 28. All right, so you can run up to four times your speed. Do you want to go to the left or the right? Can I do a perception check to tell which one is safer? You're dead center. Oh, then I, I'll go left. you sure. go left. All right, how many feet do you move? 80 feet. 80 feet. Those tiny little dwarf legs just chug, 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 chug. <laughs> All right, so I'm just going to say 80 It's feet. so funny because you picture it in, in, in like real time. It's like everybody just stops and stares at the avalanche. And Baron runs 80 feet away. <laughs> and everybody's just staring. Like, what are we going to do? Yeah. Baron, what are you... Baron? <laughs> Baron? Go, 
That, that dwarf is running full. <laughs> Go to the core rule book. Natural splinters. Look up where <laughs> Avalanche is, and you'll see there's a great photo of like houses, like little shacks are coming down, and these Nordic dudes are running away from it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lork. Lork is going to uh, say, God, let's go. We must run. And he's going to do the same thing. Uh, attempt acrobatics, uh, risking it to follow Baron. Okay. You want to look at it? Oh, that's a natural one. Natural <laughs> one. Oh. That Come on! is very, very bad. Uh, that's unbelievable. So All right, you um, move half speed. And half speed. Fall prone. Oh no! Well, half speed is still. I'm running though. That's the. That's no. The thing. You can't run. But so is half speed. 20. Is half speed is 15. half of your movement speed, not half of a double move action. Oh no, because it was a full round action to do it. Yeah. So half of your speed. Does that just mean your listed speed? Your half speed would be your listed speed because you were going to double move. Okay. So you move. What thirty feet? Oh, I used I used uh, run rules. By the way, I was going four times my distance. So because you made the acrobatics okay, got check. It, got it. So, but what I'm saying is half your speed, half of what you could do in a double move, or is it half of thirty feet? Is it fifteen feet or is it thirty feet? Because my speed is thirty feet. It's one of these typically gray areas where it's like a character moves only half its normal speed and falls prone, but it doesn't. It doesn't. Does it mean that? What if you were moving double? You know, if you were making a double move. So I'm going to say, I'm going to read it just by the text. If you can only move half your normal speed. And if your normal speed is 30 feet, that's 15 feet. So you go 15 feet. And so Lord goes 15 feet. He has these new feet under him. Doesn't quite have him settled. <laughs> no, and just boom, right falls in the, right in the ice. And uh, Cat Benatar. Uh, Cat Benatar uh, on command to run is going to do the exact same thing. Uh, Cat Benatar gets a 24. So Capenatar is like, whew, takes off. Boom. Four times speed, that's... Four times speed is 200 feet for Capenatar. Whoa. Oh, so wow. Capenatar is in pretty good shape, but she's not out of the woods yet. Yeah. Uh, so 200 feet for Capenatar. Okay. I'll mark that down. She's probably going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> Feyraza, I think she's out of the berry zone, at least. Feyraza, it's your turn. Uh, Feyraza is going to fly in the direction of Capenatar. How can you fly? I'm still a turn. <laughs> Are you happy now? Who's on first? All right, so you fly in the direction of the avalanche? You, yeah, I'll fly directly into the avalanche. No. Okay, just kidding. No, no. Well, actually, she's going to head up so she'll get enough altitude to be clear of it, but she's not going to move that. She wants to stay near Lork. Ah, okay. Yeah, you want to keep an eye on who got buried. Yeah. Feyraza hurries, hurries, hovers around Lork. Well, she kind of like, you know, makes a lazy circle in the sky. A lazy Susan. Uh, to quote Oklahoma. It is the avalanche's turn. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a great sentence. I love that sentence. <sighs> it moves down 500 feet closer to you. Oh, it is now oh, 2,000 feet away. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is insane. Pembroke's turn. Okay, so I try to make, I'm going to try to get to the prone lork. I'm trying to get to him. Wow. Um, but well, so, you don't have to roll to do that, right? Okay, you can yeah, just move 15 feet. 15 like feet. I, yeah, I move 15 feet to Lork. Yeah, that's his full, because you move only half speed. I, I grab him, like, by his, put my hand on his ankle, and boom, we both vanish and move 120 feet in the distance, in the direction of Baron. 120 feet. Okay. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. So all, all of a sudden, you're 40 feet ahead of me, and I'm like, whoa. Zoinks. Yeah, we use, we use my dimensional steps. That's awesome. Yeah, for and the, day the being prone didn't matter because he just had to touch you, and right. you're out of there. Yeah. All right, so you're now 120 feet, and Pembroke 
is 120 feet. Man, Pembroke has been helping Lork out for a long, long well, time. Well, it's actually 135. 135. We moved 15 to get 15 feet away from where we were. Ah, okay. 135. Is that the max of your teleport? That's all my steps for the day. I okay. did my steps. You got your steps. I got my steps. <laughs> steps and, <laughs> and, now we're, uh, and I'm going to wait for uh, Matthew's turn. Ah, oh, you son of a gun. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Round two. Baron. 80 feet away. They're just blowing past you. We gotta go. We gotta gotta go. Gotta Gotta go. go. Gotta go. Pass. 80 feet again. 160 feet total. 80 feet. All right, so you're at 160. Still not out of the woods. <laughs> wow. Lork, boom, you are now on the this ground. This map, by the way, is enormous that we're playing <laughs> <I> on. <know. laughs> Skid, <laughs> can you move my character? Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> you were wondering why I brought seven new tables to the uh, studio. All right, let me, get, let me get the golf cart. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, card girl, card girl. <laughs> Two Bud Lights. <laughs> I'll have an Arnold, Arnold Palmer. Uh, <laughs> Lork, in a moment, you just... And now you're on the ground 135, or 120 feet away from where you originally were, but you're still prone. All right, uh, so he is going to get up, get up. as uh, an action, then he'll move 15 feet. Come on, Pembroke, let's go. All right, so you're 150 feet. Baron is 10 feet ahead of you. And it is Feyraza's turn. Feyraza, you see this happen, obviously. Feyraza's going to kind of swoop down uh, within about, you know, 50 feet of them. Uh-huh. Uh, and she's going to cast Feather Step on Lork from range. Oh, Ooh, baby. So talk you, about Feather Step. Uh, basically, you can ignore the ad, you, the subject ignores adverse movement effects of difficult terrain. Or is this difficult terrain? Uh, yeah, it is difficult terrain. So you can you ignore the effects. Yeah, it's basically. Okay, that's awesome. Terrain. So without a roll, he can move 60 feet. I, I would assume. Or you can run, right? I wasn't really listening. Okay. <laughs> can you guys figure it out? Yeah. <laughs> I think so. I got a lot going on. I got avalanches. <laughs> What's um, it called, Matthew? Feather Step. Feather Step. It is now the avalanche's turn. The avalanche goes another 500 feet. It is now 1,500 feet away from burying you fools. Oh, 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 oh man. Oh, oh, oh. And it is Avalanches now. are truly, I know it's like stating the obvious, they are so incredibly deadly and dangerous. <laughs> oh, yeah. And if you are on a mountain when it's coming at you, you very rarely survive. There's a few things that are like scary, like tornadoes are one thing that I've experienced. I've been like, in a tornado. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're horrifying. Yes. They're beautiful, fascinating, horrifying. But stuff like this, like real forces of nature... Are just, they're indescribable. Have any of you ever seen the foreign film Force Majeure? Yes. No. came out no. in like 2014. Yeah. yeah, 2014. Check it out. It's okay. really good. That's, okay. that's all I'll say. Check it out. Force Majeure, French, French film. Force Majeure. It's French. Check the back of your right? ticket. Force Majeure is 
that that those words are French. Yeah, I believe it's, it's a, a legal it, term. <laughs> those words. It's are French. It's, it's, <laughs> good, it's good film. Good film. Uh, it is Pembroke's turn, fifteen hundred feet away. Certain Pembroke death is flying at you. Uh, he shouts to Lois, "Fly, you fool!" And <laughs> he casts fly on himself and starts to fly. And, and so Pembroke just starts to fly, and you fly right now, right? Yes. All right. Yes. So you are. Effectively 60, 60 feet. Are out of danger. Yeah. All right. Round three. <laughs> Baron, you are, what, 160 feet, we said? He is such a nimble dwarf. I didn't come out here to die in a freezer. Let's go. There are no freezers in Galarian. That is a failure, but only by four points. So what do I get? All right. So now, according to this, Baron... You, you can drop whatever you're holding and, and it's start lost. eating the snow. <laughs> start eating the snow. I can't believe it says that. Um, I jump in the Hudson River. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Roll a fortitude save. Uh, you, you can one move point your... of bleed until you get to 60th Street. <laughs> you can. <laughs> Bottle cap. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you earned it. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, is that a prototype rare Gormley? It is. Damn. Oh, it is. He Holy it. shit. You're nice. giving those out. You make funnies, oh, you dip bottle caps. Awesome. <laughs> it's a new year. Uh, all right. You can move your normal speed, but you cannot run. Okay. So I move 20 feet. Can I double move? And you not cannot. Run? You just fought to make sure that Lore could only move half his speed, and now you're trying to flip the tail and move Sure, up. okay. That's nice fine. try. Nice try, yeah. Grant. All right, so you're at 180. Yep. Not out of the woods yet, Oh, Grant. no. In fact, not out of the woods at all. <laughs> Lork. Feather uh, step. Feather step. Lork moves to... He's going to keep his footing under him. He's not going to risk it. He's going to move 60 feet. 60 feet. Yeah. That brings you up to 210. Yeah. Were we just uh, getting ready, not worrying about Cat Benatar? When she when she was at two hundred feet, when she's two hundred, I'm assuming she we wo- skipped around. I, sk- I skipped her that last on round two. Yeah, I would roll again. Roll the acrobatics just to make okay. sure she can move. Uh, she does again another two hundred feet. Right, she so can. She's, she's four hundred feet. Okay, it's important though because she's way past you guys. Yeah, but you want her to be safe. Does she look safe from where we are? She looks in a lot better shape than you guys. Probably safe and probably hard to see. Yeah, you just see a little black dot, medium creature at two hundred feet. That's um, true. And plus. There's so much going on. Yeah. Like, ah, let me just make sure cats are right. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, Feyraza. Uh, Feyraza is going to cast Feather Step on Baron. Oh, what a what a what a friend! What and, a also, and also keep flying. Keep flying in the direction of them. Would you say you're hovering over Baron, or you're hovering over the like the last person, which would be Baron now? Yeah, I think she flies over Baron, and as she flies, she casts the spell and then keeps moving. I see. Okay, good. Can't really like, hover as a turn. Avalanche's turn. And the avalanche is now 1,000 feet away. <laughs> that is only a couple And rounds. we still get the sense that we're in danger at yes. 200 feet. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah? I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come down to, um, well, feather, let's say feather step helped a lot, but nothing is guaranteed. Uh, and it is Pembroke's turn. Um, yeah, I was just looking. There's not really much I can do. Uh, so I thinking of casting invisibility on Lork so we wouldn't be able to find him. <laughs> no, uh, Lork or Pembroke. What the hell, man? <laughs> Pembroke is just going to circle over. Um, well, who's further back? Is I guess Baron. I got I, Baron's further back. Okay, he's going to circle over Baron just to see, just in case like he needs help. He's ready to shoot down. I love this image. <laughs> love it. Like Pembroke flying around, Feyraza as a bird, Lork and. 
Uh, Barrett just, on the ground running, and then yeah. just like the snow coming down the mountain. Yeah, he's got his spells eye. like made them a little bit faster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Now it is round four, and it is Baron's turn. Gotta be Darren. Now he That's... cast this feather step on you. Yeah. So you could just move 40 feet, right? Yeah, but I, I feel like I need 80 feet. Seems like I need that space. You'll be fine with 40 feet. Yeah, I mean, your acrobatics <laughs> is so high, you should definitely roll it. I don't I, believe you. But it doesn't make a difference. I don't believe you. It does make a difference if he makes it. Made it. Hard make it. 31 it it, yeah. points. 80 feet. 80 further. feet. So you're now 260 feet away from where you originally started. Are you safe? I'm getting left behind. We'll find out. Yeah, Lork, you are now 50 feet behind him. What do you do? Lork is going to... Can I make... Can I spend maybe... You know, you tell a standard me. action, yes. I want to I do a perception check. And if you say this is one of my move actions, that's fine. But I want to do a perception Depends check to see if risking the run is better than going 60 feet. Like a solid 60 feet or risking to, to move... 180 or 120 feet. You know what I mean? Like, right. Stopping for a second to take stock of the situation. Would I, I, will, be... I will give you the answer. DC 25. DC 25. And uh, do I need to spend? Okay. You whatever. don't have to spend anything. You just, I'll let you know. But All if right. you fail it. DC I'll, 25. I'll give you wrong information. Uh, passed it. All right. DC 25. I got it. So sh- should I, ri- uh, you know, I know it's like a nebula. Should I risk short. it? But like, um, it's either move 60 feet or move 120 feet. Do I feel like I'm in imminent danger if I don't move 120 feet right now? Um, no. Okay, then I'm just going to move 60 this round. Okay. I'm going to keep my footing under me, keep steady. All right, so you are at 270. 270. Just, you just, Baron, you feel, he runs past you. He's <laughs> 10 feet ahead of you. <laughs> I You imagine the whole earth is shaking. <laughs> yeah, under yeah. You. For another turn, Faraza will remain a turn. And keep flying. <laughs> that's, good. that's good. That's good. And holding, holding his turn. Just passing past them. Yeah, I mean, she's a turn. Actually, can't fly that fast. Okay. But I feel like, because I'm high enough in the air. I feel, I feel I'm safe, so I'm just kind of keeping an eye on everybody. Okay. Okay. And it is the avalanche's turn. The avalanche is now 500 feet away. Next round, it will. Meet it's you on us. If you're not out of the berry in the slide zone, Lork, you felt confident. In your roll of 60, so maybe that means by next round you'll be able to get out of it, but maybe not. And then, Baron, what do you do if you fail that acrobatics check? You just don't know. Pembroke. Uh, Pembroke is going to continue hovering. No, actually. Yeah, he's going to continue hovering over uh, Lork. Hovering over He's going to go back to Lork and start hovering around. Okay. You know, it's amazing. If you miss that per- perception check at the beginning, it moves 500 feet. And then you roll another perception check. If you miss that one, it moves another 500. So you could have started with this thing like 1,500 feet. Oh, so ahead. for like 1,000 feet of it, you're just kind of like, you guys hear something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, well, the perception coming. check gets easier and easier and easier. It's like 25, sure. then 20, then 15. So it'd be impossible. Oh, that is such a cool mechanic. That, yeah, that makes perfect awesome. sense. I was yeah. hoping you'd fail it, but I knew you wouldn't. Um, Not this party. It says, roll the perception check in secret for the PCs. I'm like, they all have a plus 18 to their perception. I'm just going <laughs> to let them roll it. Right. Uh, all right. So now it is round five. We'll call it the final round. Baron, what do you do? Baron's got to keep these little booties moving. Let's oh, go, baby. Now? Uh, that is a pass, 21. Pass, 21. All nice. right. So you move another 80 feet? Yes, sir. All right. So you move 300, and you're now at three. Excuse me, 340, because you were at 260. 340 feet away, you feel pretty good. Now you can see this avalanche is only 500 Looking feet away. Looking over my shoulder. <gasps> you feel pretty safe. Lork. 
Lork is going to uh, stay steady. He's going to do 60 feet. He doesn't want to fall prone 15 feet away right now. And you move to 310. 310. <laughs> uh So the avalanche is about to overtake us, right? Yes. I can see this. Do I, from, can I roll perception to see if Lork, is out of, Lork and Baron are out of danger? Sure. 21. 21. You think that they're going to be okay. You think that they are just out of reach. Okay, so Faraza will try to stay above Baron, so she, if, if that's not true, she knows where he is. The avalanche comes now down to meet you guys, and Lork, <sighs> 10 feet away from you, you are 300 feet It was feet 300? Oh, wow. The, sli- uh, the slide zone ends. Oh, my God. Wow. It was a 600-foot-wide <gasps> avalanche. The berry zone was 300 feet, and then the slide zone was 150 feet. The slide zone is just a little less damage. You're still buried in the slide zone. It's brutal. And 310 feet. Oh, my God. Feet away. Ooh. Everyone roll a perception check from exactly where you are. 30. 16. 28. 28. Up ahead. <laughs> You see two creatures coming at you from the source of the avalanche. If you didn't know any better, you would think these creatures caused the avalanche. They are large. Are they corporeal? Uh, We'll find out. (laughs) (laughs) They are, as they come into view, you see that they are improbably large toads. What? With pale blue flesh and a body covered with jagged, icy growths. They look like this. Whoa. I have the actual pond. There are two of them. Weird. And the fight continues in this initiative order. Oh, my God. And we're going a little bit long. Oh, Oh, we're going long. Got to get that music back. All right. I can erase all my math here. I can erase the <laughs> avalanche initiative. And we got a walkie-talkie to Skid to come back from the golf cart. Skid, we need to come back here. Uh, we have a regular size battle here, Skid. Oh, got a couple sorry, of I, got, I got a flat tire. I got a flat tire. I'm at, you guys are going to have to carry on <laughs> best you can. These things are big. Very, very big. The spikes, ice spikes coming out of its body. And they're about, what, 25, 30 feet away from you? But Baron and Lork are also 30 feet away from each other with Feyraza hovering around over Baron and Pembroke flying over Lork. <laughs> so awesome. We're going to say new round one, same initiative, and I've inserted the Glacier Toads. Baron. Uh, Baron is going to... By the way, it's still a steep slope. Sure. Baron is going to take a guess. Okay. He's going to use the intuition granted to him by Torag. Yes. To cast a judgment of sacred resistance for against cold. Oh. Hopefully that'll work. Maybe not. Maybe they just live in ice. Okay, Maybe okay. Maybe ice powers. And then he's going to cast shield of faith upon himself. Okay, gives him a little bonus to his ace sizzle. That is, that is true, my friends. Lork. Lork is going to say, Benatar, we need you to come back. Benatar. Attack these creatures. <laughs> Benatar is about 60 feet away from you. Yeah, so he calls out to Benatar, and then uh, he is going to pull out his bow really quick and take a shot. All right, at uh, the one at, on the left? At the one on the left that's, that's closest to him. Okay. Uh, oh, no. Miss. F- 
flies right by it. Starts another avalanche. Oh, Lork. <laughs> Come oh, on, no! Lork. <laughs> Feyraza burned a couple of spells. What, what level spells were those? First level. First level. Good. Get him out of the way. What do you got? Uh, Feyraza's going to cast Flaming Sphere. I'm sorry. <gasps> uh, before that, Cap Benatar, if she's 60 feet away, she can charge in and attack. Oh, from 60 feet, but she's got to move up the mountain. So you've got to roll the acrobatics check. Okay. I'll roll acrobatics. Um, 17. 17. No, she, so she can only move normal speed. Um, Her normal speed is 50 feet. So as part of a charge, moving double speed, she can't do that is what you're saying. She can't charge because it's difficult terrain. Yeah, which it's makes difficult sense. terrain. So she can move right, 50 feet. So she just moves feet. 50 feet up. 50 feet. All right. So she's 10 feet away from the toads then? Like that? Or? She was coming from the other side. She was 60 feet away from Lork, but... Feyraza. Feyraza's going to cast... Flaming sphere. Ooh, baby. And put a ball, a burning globe of fire right in, right in front, uh, between uh, Lork and the glacier toad. The one that Lork just shot at on the left. Yes. All right. And it hits the toad and deals 3d6 points of fire damage. You don't know what it does. <laughs> I, it, you don't it, know. It says right here. Oh, all right. <laughs> uh, 10 points of fire damage. 10 points of fire damage. Not too shabby. Question for you. How close is Pat Benatar? Uh, Cat Benatar I keep is, saying Pat Benatar. is uh, 15 feet away from one of the toads. 15 feet away from one of the, the toads. The one directly About 50 from feet there. away from Lork. Yeah. Okay. She triangulated over to the closest uh, frog to her. Cat Benatar gets really close to it. Bitter, bitter cold envelops Ooh. her, and she takes two points of cold damage just for being close to the toad. Whoa! <sighs> They're just emanating bitter cold. And it is toad time. Oh, no. It's toad time. One's going after Baron. One's going after Lork. Check the old movement speed here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me check the reach. Yep. Yep. They got to be right up in your business. They only have five feet of reach. So they get right up there. Now, does the toad, is this first toad going to take the damage by walking through the this, the uh, flaming sphere? It stays I, active. I thought the sphere landed on it. Yeah, but it's more than, it's like it's bigger than the sphere. So like technically we would have to move through its square, you know what I'm saying? Right, I'm, I'm trying to understand. So you put it like a, it, on the front part of its square? But it landed and it like rolled up and hit it. So it's, yeah, it's on the front part of its square. Landed, rolled up and hit it, yeah, so. I mean, I'm asking, I don't know. I just assume like it's going to. Oh, you got a reflex save. Oh, they don't have reach. You got a reflex save on that, by the way. I forgot to say. 29. Yeah, you don't take any damage. (laughs) Don't take any damage? Yeah, reflex negates. Oh, baby. Boo! Yeah, based on that, it will just... uh, having Since it did no damage to it, it will attempt to go right through it. So another reflex save? Yeah. Uh, Is going to be a 22. Pass. All right. Attack on Lork. It comes down and tries to bite you. It's going to bite you, Lork. Oh, Natty 18. It's going to be somewhere in the range of 30-something. Okay, couple things. First, the damage. Real-life boxcars. Oh, 24 no. points of regular damage. Two points of cold damage. And it attempts to initiate a grab. Correct me if I'm wrong. If you have the grab ability, 
you get a plus four, yes, to initiate the grapple. Uh, 30 against your CMD. Yeah. What are you talking about? If you have the grab ability? Yeah, if you have the grab ability, you get a plus four to, to your start CMB. the grapple. Yeah. So 30. It has you in its mouth. <laughs> has you in its mouth. Oh, like a fly. Yep. A giant, <laughs> juicy fly. God, 24 points of damage, two points of cold damage, and it now goes after Baron. Baron sees that. It's like, oh, no. Oh, no. It is going to be a 26. That is a hit. Damn it, Grant. <laughs> Grant, you're going to get 18 points of damage. You're going to get one point of cold. No points of cold damage. Yeah, very smart, very smart. All right, this one's going to be close here. 26 against your CMD. That is a failure. All right, so Beautiful. you are not grabbed. And it is Pembroke's turn. All right, so Pembroke flying above the fray here uh, points his wand at a space behind the two toads and says, Ignis! And a small glowing bead shoots Ooh, out of his yeah. wand and detonates on the ground behind them, catching them both in a fireball. Oh, what does the reflex save? Uh, reflex save is 19. All right, reflex 19. The one that bit Lork, natural one, failed it. Beautiful. The one that bit Baron, uh, 16. So okay. also failed. All right, so 29 points of fire damage. Ooh. Both of them. And they are vulnerable to fire, so it is another 14 points of damage. <laughs> yeah, baby! Right? Yeah. You get an extra 50%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Extra yeah, yeah. 50%. Yeah. Gotta love fire. You gotta love fireball. 43 points of damage <laughs> to both of them. Holy crap! Beautiful awesome. fireball. You'd be on, like, the top 10 plays on, on Galarian Sports. And his Pembroke flies in here with the, oh, my goodness. <laughs> you don't see that too often. <laughs> How about a little fire, Scarecrow? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I thought they were cool as the other side of the pillow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it is round two now. So far, so okay. And it is Baron's turn. So thankfully to Firaza's blessing, a feather step, Baron's capable of taking a five-foot step backwards, even in this difficult terrain. That's because true. Because he ignores it. And you take one point of cold, which you don't take from being so close to the uh, toad. Five-foot step back. Five-foot step back. Rapid fire into these guys. And I'm going to do an up-close deadly on the first one. You ready? Yep. Ooh, that is a big old hit. And that is for 25 points of damage. Whoa, wow. baby. Awesome. All right. Just boom. Second attack is a natural one. Oh, oh no. no. Oh. A misfire. And now roll again to see. Or do, do we? I always forget how we do this. We have situation. Yeah, he has to rules. confirm the fumble, Conf- but the misfire still happens. Okay. Natural 20. All, All right. right. So no fumble, but the gun has misfired. Yep. So uh, that's about my turn. I don't think I can justify trying to clear it now. So, Lork, you have been reborn. You have a new cat, best friend. Yeah. But you are in the mouth of a vicious glacier toad. Yeah. Cold as Ugh. ice. You take, right off the bat, you take, man, I roll so shitty for Grant and I roll so well for you. Six points of cold damage just from being so close to it. Right off the bat. D6. Well, wait, wait. So the cold damage I took before is from the hit. Right. The hit does cold. Being within a certain range of it, you take cold every round. Six more points of cold. 
This is bad, dude. It's not good. Not good. It's not good. Did you bring a backup? <laughs> oh, no. Um, <laughs> you have to call. So, uh, so well. Uh, so well, cancel mission. <laughs> can, can Joe come back <laughs> as an Arctic frog? Is that an option? <laughs> we should be. Yeah. We'll expand the table for the next uh, reincarnation. Oh, man. All right. Wait, it's Lork's turn. Yeah, you're grappled. Uh, okay. Lar- uh, lark. 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 <laughs> Lelf. Beautiful skylark. Lelf will... Lork will attempt... To break the grapple, right? I mean, that makes the most sense. I mean, Escape it's, artist it's not or gonna happen. straight up Sam B. Sam Bizzle. He's got to try, you guys. Try. He's got to try. Look the old college He's try. got to try. Nice. 25? Not going to do it. These Come on! Jaws. These icy jaws just gah, wrapped around you. Imagine a big bullfrog. You put your hand in its mouth and it's just, ah, oh God, I can't get it out. I can't get it out. This is a huge, well, large creature. Yeah. You, could, I, you didn't break up. Have you had an experience with a bullfrog like that, Troy? <laughs> I'd love to hear about it. That sounds, that sounds well, it's not a treat. I'll tell you that much. You should try it. Did you then, run into one in the Hudson? And then just smell your finger. <laughs> oh. Afterwards. All right. Gross. And it is Feyraza's turn. Feyraza uh, is going to cast a... <laughs> no, 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 it's not. Cat Benatar oh, is going to oh. attack the creature oh, that is... Beta- you always have two characters. That is grabbing... <laughs> Every time. That is grabbing Lork. Uh, so she, how far does she move? What? A bunch she of jerks. She's got she's to roll to move, right? From that far. Roll to move. No, she has 50 feet of movement. She's good. She can move half speed. She's good for days. Half speed if she's, if she's not going to roll the acrobatics. Oh, because it's difficult terrain. Yeah. terrain off. All right. Never mind. It's not Kat's turn. You don't want to roll the acrobatics? She's got really good acrobatics. She's a cat. Is that the... Fr- All right. Sorry. I'm just confused because acrobatics halves your speed. So it's like, a different but this is we're operating under a different yeah, mechanic. Okay, uh, steep slope. She mechanics. fails. Fails. Yeah. Okay. So she can go how by how much? Less than ten. Okay. So she moves normal speed. Normal speed, which is fifty. Well, it's twenty-five, right? No, normal speed. Here's the thing. Okay. Taking, okay, I got taking the risk to the roll the acrobatics. Terrain. You get you move normal speed. Got it. Okay. So she's there then. Yeah, she's there. Okay. Right up in the creature's grill. She takes grill. four points of cold damage. Okay. And then she can attack. Um, oh, okay, great. So she will get a bite off and uh, 19 to hit on a bite. Misses on the bite. Okay. Misses on the bite. Cool. It is now Feyraza's turn. Uh, Feyraz is going to cast a familiar spell on Lork. Liberating command. Comes full circle. Full circle. How does that work? He gets an immediate action oh. to attempt an escape artist check, and he gets to use my caster level doubled as a confidence bonus. Are you oh, kidding wow. me? Yep. So he gets you get a plus sixteen to your Matthew, escape. Matthew, are you sure? If the target is bound, grappled, or otherwise restrained, he may make an escape artist check to escape as an immediate action. He gains a competence bonus on this check equal to twice your caster level, maximum plus 20. This spell has no effect if the target could not get free by using escape artist. But and your caster used- level 8. Yeah, so he so gets a plus 16. Plus 16. Plus 16. It is not guaranteed. It is less than a 50% chance. I don't want you to get angry if you fail. Go ahead and roll. <laughs> He's going to get angry if he <laughs> I hate this game. <laughs> uh, that is a 29. 29 exactly. Yeah! Oh, <laughs> awesome. Wow. Roll 13. Nice. Natural 7. Wow. Well, I already have a plus 6 escape right. artist. So, Well, you don't get... Do you get it? Does he get added? Yeah, it's, it's a, a, boost. It's a confidence Oh, it's a boost. Nice. Yeah. 29 exactly. You rip wow. out of its jaws. Woo! And that's wow. good. Because it was just about to eat you. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> it's probably just going to grab me again, but... It's now its turn, and it does. <laughs> uh, oh, 19. Miss! Misses yeah. on the bite. Beautiful! And then the other one gets up in Baron's grill, 
And 31 to hit oh, Of course that's a hit, Troy. You know it. Roll hit, damage. I just like to say it out loud. Um, it is going to be 17 points of damage. Oof. One point of cold. What's your cold uh, four. resistance for? So you're fine on the cold. But here comes the grab. You got lucky once. Will you get lucky again? Crack die. Ooh. That is going to be 836. Yeah, that'll do it. And Baron is <laughs> in the mouth. Oh, of the beast. Man, Baron, on, the primary man. damage dealer, is in the mouth of this creature. Pembroke. Uh, so Pembroke has another fireball. One more. Uh, oh, unfortunately, so he can't hit them both now because of Cat Benatar's presence. So he's going to aim another bead behind the one that just swallowed Baron. That just took a bite out of Baron. Okay. Yep. And it's DC 19 reflex save. DC 19 reflex save. Made the reflex save this oh, time. Oh, that is the worst roll. Wow. Ever. Look at this wow. roll. Wow, look at that. All those Eight ones. Six, I rolled four ones. No sixes. Four. Oh. But it is fire damage, so that's the thing. Uh, all right, so 17 points of fire damage. Seventeen. Is that halved? No, that's, that's full. full. Okay, yeah. so eight. eight points of fire damage. Twelve, though, with the... Uh, um, right. Thank yeah. you. Thank yep. you, Grant. You... Son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's in bad shape. It was so close. Oh, that was the worst roll. God, that was bad. Round three. Four but man, ones. you changed oh. the tides of the entire combat. Oh, those fireballs. Fireball. Yeah. Round three. Baron, what you going to do, brother? So I can escape artist or I can use a small, uh, uh, like a handheld martial weapon to try to chop out. Is it easy? You're not swallowing. I'm just grappling. You just bit. All right. Yes. So I'm going to use. tips my hand by saying that's going to happen. Uh, and it's going to. I'm yeah. going to use. Uh, I think I'm going to use escape artist. It's escape artist or. CMB. CMB. I'm going that? to actually use my CMB. Okay. Fuck. 14. I'm sorry. You. Failed. And you that's my failed. standard action, correct? That is your standard action. All right. uh, you want to take a move action? Oh. Yeah, I want to move further down his gullet. <laughs> right into his stomach. It's just like it's got its gummy teeth. Or it's got its gums and teeth just gnawing in you. It's, it's so, got its gummy teeth. It's so cold, and you still take no cold damage from that. Uh, Lork, did I roll cold damage for you? You did. That's a new round. Now it's your turn, and you take only one point of cold damage. Well, that was a good one. Cat Benatar takes only one point of cold damage. Uh, all right, one point of cold for Cat as well. All right, and it's it's Lork's turn. It is. He's going to choose to have Cat go first to get the the flanking bonus. Okay. Uh, so Cat gets into position. Cat gets into position uh, with a flanking bonus and will claw claw bite. Claw claw bite. Claw claw bite. Uh, Let's see what she's got. Make yeah. him count. Oh, can I get your one d three? I love using that one d three. I really don't want you touching my dice. <laughs> all right, here we go. First claw, natural one. Come on. <laughs> and a three on the damage. And she is a named character. Na- <laughs> Natural one. Oh, my God. To confirm. Oh, no. That's a confirmed fumble. Oh We're going to get no. a fumble. fumble. Oh Brought my to you by Patreon. Oh, man. These are... I forgot that cuts off. It's too long for my app. I forgot that cuts off. Uh, Okay. 
Fan fumble. There, there are so many now. For like, natural attacks. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, uh, well, I, I lump them in with melee because there, there aren't sure, quite sure, as many, sure. but oh, there's so many. Uh, okay, let's see. What do we got here? Um, uh, ooh, Jay from Cleveland. He go, uh, So this one's called Kneecapped. You hit your own knee and move at half speed for 1d6 rounds. So he goes around with the claw and ends up hitting his other... Her. Uh, or her, sorry. She ends up hitting her other joint there and tweaks it. Move at half speed for 1d6 oh, rounds. No. Brutal. Oh, no. But that doesn't mean she can't take a second claw attack. Sure, so let's, sure. let's keep this thing going. 25 to hit. That's going to be a hit. On the second claw. Oh, three again. So that is seven points of damage. Okay. And then uh, a bite... Uh, is a 19 hit? 19 is going to be a miss. miss. Okay. Now, Lork, you are flanked. Yeah. And so Lork is going to take a five-foot step back. You're flanking, I should say. Yeah, flanking. Flanking. So, so he's no longer going to be flanking because he's going to take a five-foot step back. Okay. Try to take this thing out with his black arrow longbow. So first shot, natural one. Eight on the damage. Come on. Come on with this. Come on. This is crazy. Roll to confirm. We're going to get two fan fumbles. Two fan fumbles? No, not a fumble. What is it? Just a miss. Uh, it is a 23. All right. I'll tell you right now, it's AC 23. So, Are you serious? Yeah. You almost fumbled. Oh, my wow. God. Don't get too cocky. Come on. Natty 20. Get out of here. Oh, get get out of here. Oh, get shit. Here. Come on, Lord. Confirm it, Lord. Uh, 23 to confirm. There he is. 23. Oh, you oh yes, and I thought 25 in my head. <laughs> you damn fool. You damn fool. You're playing Pathfinder. <laughs> 23 to confirm. Oh, oh this is going to be. Baby. Oh, I rolled low. This is going to end up being an early one. Wow. Fan um, fumble and a fan critical. Uh, Good to have encounters a, back. Oh, yeah. It's a roller coaster. What is this? Uh, oh, <laughs> Eric from Richmond, Virginia. Bullet with butterfly wings. Oh. Your shot is imbued with a magical potential unlike anything you've ever seen. What? Double damage. Oh, no. And you roll the d20 again. If it's a natural 20, instant death. Oh, wow. Oh, that's <laughs> I like awesome. That. Wow. that great? I like that. Bullet wow. with butterfly wings. That's one of my favorite ones I've heard from the that's fans really, so far. I just really love cool. that. All right, roll another one. There's such a small chance, but yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. What if it's a boss? So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's dangerous. Or a PC. It's extremely oh dangerous. Do you want to use the magic die? The, uh, the yeah, I'm going to go into the box here for the magic Denver die. Over the box. The magic Denver die, the orange one. Here it is. I swear to God, Never it's rolls yellow. below a 12. <laughs> I think it's yellow. Yeah, I mean, they said yellow too, but I mean, here's another one that's yellow. Don't you think that one's yellow and this one's kind of orange? That one's like, more banana. <laughs> this one's more peach. mango. It's mango. This color. one's is a mango. Yeah, it's we'll mango call color. It the mango die. Never mango rolls below die. a 12. Can he get a natural Joe 20? Magic, magic, kill. magic mango. No, he does oh, not get a natural man, 20. Man, that was the slowest D20 yeah. roll. Yeah. <laughs> tumbled still, gets, still gets double damage, though. So that's uh, 25 points of damage. 25 Whoa. points of damage. Nice. All right. He still has Huge. a third shot, actually. Are you actually. kidding me? Natural 20. Get oh, out of here. Oh, my God. Out of town. Holy shit. And that's your shitty die. Yes. <laughs> oh, my wow. God. Oh, my Lork God. Is on fire right now. I'm in a glass Natural one. Does not confirm. <laughs> all right. Okay. It all evens out. Still a hit. Out. Nine points of damage. Nine nice. points of damage. And you kill the glacier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, what a turn. Boom. It pulls oh, out. Holy Two natural holy. 20s. Wait, unconfirmed wow. 20 is max damage. No, oh, no, we stopped doing that. We did? We stopped. Yeah, well, uh, it was uh, exploding dice, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. Did. That's exploding uh, Yeah, dice. it didn't no. explode. So. Right, okay. Um, awesome. De- one down, one to go. Feyraza, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Can you do anything? Feyraza is going to use a standard action to hop the flaming sphere over to the... Uh... Oh. 
Can it get over there? Yep. Okay. And then uh, roll a reflex save. Roll a reflex <laughs> save. Uh, oh, natty 19. Very okay. high. Very, so, very never high. mind. <laughs> never mind. Hey, it was a hell of a good try. It's also a great spell for a flying druid to have, like on a ground combat. Yeah, it just yeah. roll it around you on the ground. keep rolling it around, yeah. yeah. The, the, the issue is you have to, if you're flying, you still have to spend that move action to stay flying. Unless you can hover, but I can't hover as a bird. Guys, right. we need total silence. Because a lot is about to go down no. for our friend Baron here. First, see if any cold gets through. Five. Oh, one point of cold one damage. Point of cold. What a just bummer. for being next to it. Wow. It, in or its it, grasp. In now. Its, in its filthy maw. It will attempt another CMB check to maintain the grapple. I believe you get a plus five to maintain the grapple. To and I CMB. get a plus ten to resist it, right? That's how it works? No, you I'm just kidding. It. It's a joke. Right. <laughs> you, you say it so, ginger, or so uh, gingerly. 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 You say it so gingerly. <laughs> Genuinely. <laughs> you little ginger snap, how do you feel? I said it like Joe's beard would have. <laughs> you said it so genuinely that I believed you. And I was like, damn it, do I need to look at the rules? But I believe it's a plus five, right? If you're the, you guys know off the top of your head. Yeah, if you're maintaining the grapple. Yes. And you already have it. Yeah, plus five. If I maintain the grapple, you'll do bite damage. You'll take cold damage. You'll take bludgeoning damage, and you will be in the belly of the beast. Twenty-nine. That surpasses my CMD, which is twenty-seven. And twenty-four doesn't, right? I'm just double-checking. It's plus five. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's right. Um, twenty-four would not, if we want to double-check. Yes, plus five is exactly right. Right. And you got it's, me, LaValle. It's CMB actually goes down by two because it's grapple. It gains a grapple condition right. as well. All right. All right, Grant. 19 points of bite damage oh, off ouch. the top. Now, cold, six points of cold. So two sneak through. And now, swallow whole. You're going to take four points of bludgeoning damage. Oof. And... Uh, Another 1d6 cold. No cold because of your... That was so smart. And you are inside the mouth of this glacier toll. Oh, my God. As it slowly, slowly devours you. And I'm no longer in the grappled condition, however. Correct? (laughs) In the belly? (laughs) I just want to be clear. I'm not 100% sure. I think... Uh, No, I think you are. I think you are. I'm pretty sure you are. I'll look this up as Pembroke goes. All right, so Pembroke... A swallowed um, creature... Sorry, a swallowed creature keeps the grappled condition. Yeah, that's what I thought. While I don't... Um, so Pembroke uh, shouts out, uh, uh, un- "Unhand my friend, Ice Fiend!" and casts uh, Magic Missile on the. Oh, creature. there you go. Nice. Uh, oh, that bottle makes up cap. for it. Uh, <laughs> Plus, you get a bottle cap with every casting. <laughs> uh, uh, Seventeen points of damage. And Pembroke kills the Glacier yeah. Toad with Baron still inside. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Lork. Yeah, Lork is going to run over and try to uh, cut him out. Stab it open. Yeah. 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 <laughs> cut it open and then <laughs> Baron comes out. <laughs> oh, God. Don't go in there. <laughs> it's horrible in there. Uh, I, I thought they smelled bad. Uh, on, the yeah. on the outside. <laughs> And there you have it. Wow. Oh. Wow. That was a fun combat. That yeah, was that fun. Was cool. Those things were cool. You know what's even more fun? Lork just leveled up. What? what? Yes! And we'll see you next week. Yeah! <laughs> you have no idea how excited I am. <laughs> oh, man. He's still going to roll terribly. Though. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Ooh.
Ooh, I was a few natural 20s. That was awesome. The Glass Cannon Podcast is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. On a summer night, Douglas Wagg Jr. lay motionless across a strip of railroad tracks before being struck by an oncoming train. I'm investigative journalist Delia D'Ambra, and my investigation into exactly how Doug died took me into the depths of a bizarre mystery. It was really hard to understand what was fact and what wasn't. A mystery that has led me from one suspicious death to another. Listen to CounterClock now, wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.